Oh, this is good. Now that's a fucking movie. Sometimes it seems that all you care about is Nugs chilling and grindage. <laughs> you know, sometimes I think that is all I care about is yeah. Nugs chilling and grindage. Yeah. Yes. You. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, so, you need. Okay, sorry. Okay, well, yes, we should actually. Okay, uh, w- welcome to now. That's a fucking movie. I'm Sean Moxley, and I'm Ben Schubert, and today we're talking about Encino Man, 1992 yes. hit movie that was, you know, all the rage internationally. Yes, was it the rage internationally? Uh, I don't know, but uh, it was pretty good. <laughs> it was a minor, minor hit movie. Um, minor hit, cult also classic. Known, also known as California Man yeah. on Disney Plus. California man? Yeah, that's what they call it now on Disney Plus. What? Amazing. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god, I gotta look into that. Yeah. It, um it kinda I could see it having a bit of a Disney vibe. Well, I, I did think it or oh, is it oh well it may be one of the studios that Disney bought, like Fox or something like that. Yeah, I feel like that's the but case. I know it, but it's it's anyway, it was on Disney Plus when I watched it. Yeah. Amazing. I just made sure I made sure it wasn't like an edited version. For those of you who haven't seen this movie, it's about two teenage uh, losers, I don't know, self-proclaimed losers, at least one of them feels that way, who are trying to find, or they're trying to build a pool so that they can be cool for prom, and in their digging, they stumble upon a caveman, and they bring him, they bring him out, they dig him out, and instead of, you know, like, trying to find him any sort of mental health services, any sort of, like, uh, help. They instead enroll him in high school and get him to be the cool kid. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I guess that's an odd, uh, (laughs) for, like, like, I'm trying to remember, like, how does it go from, like, them finding the the caveman to be, like, uh, now he just lives with us and he's going to go to high school with us. I can't, I can't remember how that transition goes down. I think the but, thing was um, they were afraid that if, you know, if they did report him to anyone, oh, he would just become like a lab specimen that would be oh, cut okay, up. Maybe. And yeah. so they were kind of afraid for his safety in that way. Yeah. And so yeah. the only way to like keep him safe was to make him a normal teenage kid. Yep. Yep. From 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 Estonia, from the, Estonia. This is maybe uh, the 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 Paleolithic man they dig up in California is like <laughs> a European like kid that they could even say comes from. That's a bit of like indigenous erasure. Like like oh, white people were always here. It's like no, no that you that, they point. would definitely not look like Brendan Fraser, the people that lived there. Yeah, in the, in like. <laughs> The Stone Age. It's true. It definitely would have been like an indigenous dude. Yes, of course it would. But uh, uh, anyway, yeah. No. Maybe, maybe the movie's okay. only flaw. Maybe the movie's only, only flaw? flaw. Okay. Otherwise, no, I don't know. No. It's yeah. There's um. I mean, nothing from 1992 can stand up to Kurt. No, it certainly does not. It is true. Like I've been looking at some movies from that era of possible picks, and like every single one of them has like, like <laughs> it's like certain like phrases or something that like, I you think, know. I think we just have to accept them as historical artifacts. Yeah. There, y- there's like there's no teen movie before like 1993 where. Someone doesn't drop an F-bomb like the homophobic F-bomb. Yeah. 
Like no, never. It's like every single one, but pre pre before the mid nineties has it. Even like kids movies before the mid nineties have that. It's like, yeah, it's true. Like we've we've grown as a society. Oh <laughs> it's like I haven't seen Sandlot in uh, forever, but I feel like even that would have something. Yeah, quite possibly. <laughs> yeah. Um. Um. Yeah. Or Monster Squad. Monster Squad has a, has a lot. It yeah. has a lot. This 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 movie has one. Oh yeah, at the very end. It's only saving grace is that it comes from the villain. The villain. Well, that's the other thing too. That, yeah. Okay. So yeah. Maybe we're getting ahead of ourselves. Maybe that was the big spoiler. But before yeah. we even Although go this in, isn't really. I don't know if you can spoil this not, movie. No, it's you not can't. A, it's not a. It's spoiler. so straightforward. It's not a, yeah. Yeah, this movie is. It made me laugh. It's. I thought it was a bit of an odd choice at first. <laughs> I'm like, you know what? We're getting too of, highbrow. The first kind of like broad comedy we do is Encino Man. I'm like, <laughs> okay, interesting. But I think I think when you explained to me the the trifecta of like Sean Astin, Polly Shore, and um, Brendan Fraser, Brendan Fraser, that is a good combo. It's such a um, good combo because yeah, and it's just even just dumb. Them just doing dumb shit in like a room like <laughs> makes me laugh. Yeah, like, and here's the thing about all of them. They're all too much, right? Every mm-hmm. one of them is too much. They are like spice. And it's good to have a little bit of one of them. And having a little bit of each of them is like a wonderful blend. It's nice. It's a nice little mix. Right? Like a Polly yeah. Shore forward movie. It's too much. Even a Brandon yeah. Fraser forward movie I find to be too much. And like Sean yeah. Astin can get a little too broody at times. But, yeah. you know, like I'm, still I- fantastic. Yeah, I'm 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 more of the Frasier side. I can I can watch him in most things. Yeah, uh, pretty 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 easy to be pretty easy to watch. I don't know why, but he's always gotten under my skin. Oh, I yeah. generally like him okay, but like yeah, I I would I, yeah. Um, I instantly think of the Mummy, and for some reason those Mummy movies drove uh, me up the wall. Oh, that's that's too bad. I like the I like everyone. The, I, yeah, I, I've I just come watched around the first to them. one. Yeah, I just watched the first one. It's it's quite quite good. I thought um, the yeah, Polly Shore is the one that's like he he does make me laugh. I will admit, but like he is, he does get a little under the skin. Yeah. But we, especially with like the kind of insane use of like the teen speak that like <laughs> I don't know. Like this is I thought that was funny too because like this is like before our like teen era, so it's like we don't really have like nostalgia for it. I'm like. I don't know what he's saying. Like a third of the time, it's like <laughs> I, I think like I that's just part of the point. Like I don't think he was common speak for like that time either. Maybe not. I think maybe I guess that they like, just I like let his, him rip. Yeah, I think the whole point was like just be a weirdo, be incomprehensible, and you know we'll mm-hmm. go from there because it's just supposed to be like that weird teen who's always making up words and yeah. And I feel like we all fair. have. A Polly Shore in our lives, right? Like we all have a Stony, right? Yeah, like that character. There was definitely Stonies going around. Yeah, like yes. Yeah, like I yeah. feel like I can name a handful of different Stonies. Yes, yes. And I'm yes. sure you know, listeners at home, they all have a Stony close to their heart as well. Yeah, my notes are like, I have no idea what Polly Shore is saying. <laughs> I need an early '90s lexicon. Uh, <laughs> Oh yeah, this is what okay. This is what I was I'm watching. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, wait, was this the movie like I liked when I was younger? 
And I looked at like it's like Rotten Tomatoes. It's like fourteen percent, but it's like older movies. You can't really trust it that much. And yeah. then I'm like, I'm like maybe I was thinking of Biodome. And I looked at Biodome Ooh. and it has four <laughs> percent. Like, I think Biodome well, is probably the worst of the Polly Shore movies. Is it okay? Okay, I think so. I, I think I think that's the one I've seen the most though. Like this one, I I I didn't really remember yeah. all that well. I think Encino Man and Son in Law are like the top Polly Shore movies. Yeah. Um. But I do feel like this is like my favorite. He's like, he's very endearing in this one, right? He's like, they keep his obnoxiousness to a certain degree and I don't know, keep his like sweetness pretty high in it, right? Like he's a really kind of like sweet, lovable character a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Like yeah. he's kind of the more kind, compassionate one of the duo with uh, Sean Astin, right? And Sean Astin's he- character is... More like the ambitious driving, like, you know, needs to prove something. He, he he wins over the, like, stereotypical, like, Mexican gangsters. Yep, yep. <laughs> Be a man! <laughs> Be a man! They make him shoot tequila. Yep. I guess that's, like, the only... To have, like, teens drinking in a movie, they have to, like, make him, like, peer pressure from, <laughs> <laughs> from gangsters. <laughs> it's also, like, you know, drinking age... In the states is twenty one, which I often I know forget. that's crazy. That's so wild. Like, like I remember in high school, like uh, I mean, I graduated late, but I was nineteen when I finished, and there was yeah. definitely like days when I would leave high school and go to like the university bar for a drink yeah. or to play pool yeah. and have like yeah, a no. substitute teacher being like, "What are you doing here?" <laughs> yeah. Well, in like in Alberta, isn't it still eighteen? Yeah, it's eighteen. You can, like, Every other province is eighteen. You you could literally go to school. I think it's nineteen here. It's, it's 19, nineteen here. Yes, nineteen, 19 eighteen, nineteen, eighteen. Like it alternates every oh, province. Weird. Weirdly, yeah, yeah. yeah. Twenty one is fucked. Like that's crazy. That's like, intense. Well, especially because like America's like freedom. Yeah, you know, it's like twenty one is your drinking age. Like I would be, I would be outraged. I would be so outraged. <laughs> yeah, it's like you are voting three years before you're drinking. I know. Yeah, that's crazy. So I want to bring up actually kind of one of the main reasons why I chose this movie. Okay. And it's specifically because I want to introduce this podcast to my concept of a perfect movie. And okay. It, and it's just that like, I think, I don't think that this movie is necessarily a good or a great movie. It's not art. It's not cinema. It's not a film, but it is a perfect movie. And it's a perfect movie in that. It like achieves does everything it, it says it's going to do. Yeah. It achieves what it sets out to do. Right. I see, I see what you mean. It makes yes. a bunch of promises and then it fulfills them all, cleans it yeah. all up and it's nice and tight. It's watchable. Right. You, you know what you're getting and you're not like mm-hmm. at the end being like, wait, what the hell was that? Right. Like, yeah, why did that is, happen? It delivers. It delivers on what it, what it, okay. Yeah. That's, that's a, that's a good, um, and this is like, a, uh, yeah, an interesting, an interesting approach to, yeah. to a kind of movie like this. And like, um, I really think it's like, like in terms of like teen movies from the 90s in particular, or even just like high school movies in general, I really think it's like a very perfect movie, right? Yeah, it that's fair. does exactly um, what it says it's going to do. All the characters, all their decisions are set, are made very clear throughout the film. And, you know, like their arcs are clearly defined it all works and i think yeah. it's like great for yeah. that alone i think i think also too i realize it's like i think you probably like high school movies more than i do <laughs> as well oh that's quite possible i do like high school i, I always find them i always find them like 
like a people don't look like teenagers and they don't act like teenagers <laughs> and so i'm like like i don't know like i don't know like I'm, it's very rare to, for me to see like a teen movie that i'm like oh like i can relate to that and they just they look like they're just like kind of goofy and, and follow the same kind of tropes and stuff like that yeah but they're fine if like you know they make you exactly if they set out to do what they try to do make you laugh yeah exactly what's, what's the harm what's what's the harm in you know 30 year old teenagers yeah that's like hilarious like i mean the, i feel the, like those teenagers were like closer to 20 these these ones but, were closer but like some are like some shows are like pretty absurd yeah like, Although, but there's like, no like there's like even like the extras there's like very few people who even look like teenagers in the extras because <laughs> i guess they got to make them look like the cast so it's like i mean this yeah, is all like, being said but also like i was shaving all through high school right like i yeah, like i guess yeah. i looked 20 you're <laughs> like you know like i often mm. passed for like i don't know like i was going to the yeah. bar while i was in high school before well before I, it was legal Right, That's like, fair. Yeah, I was. I'm always. I've been always been young looking. So yeah, I definitely don't have that. Same like I've issue. only started to grow into my looks, right? Yeah. Where I'm actually the age that I look. Yeah. Like I always just look like a forty year old man. <laughs> That's funny. I have like the exact opposite problem. Yeah. I look like so young. Um. Yeah, maybe that's. I don't know. I wonder, wonder if that's like the, the like thing about teen movies or like whatever. Because when people are like. Still get ID'd as like a forty year old man. Maybe I'm like, <laughs> I don't know. Like maybe yeah, there's something there. Maybe there's teenagers. maybe there's something there. Yeah. Like I don't know. There's like, who, who knows. I do feel like probably the more accurate teen like high school movie I've seen is the are like the newer Spider Man movies. I think they do a pretty good job. Uh, yeah. Of yeah. like you know can, like I making can... them actually look like you know yeah. realistic teenagers. Yeah. The one I thought was really good, it's a TV show, but AP Bio, have you ever seen that? I show? haven't seen it. It's really funny, but it's like the teens in that like are te- like look like teens and act like teens. Nice. And I'm like, oh, this is like good. Like, good. Yeah. The thing I, I, I kind of wanted to talk about, you know, in relation to this movie is sort of like the death of these like broad comedies. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like they still exist, but like I, I was just watching a few the like this week leading up to this episode, and I'm like I'm watching ones with like big name stars that I've like, I've never even heard of, and like because they probably did like terrible at the box office, you know what I mean? Like, and and like not all of them are great, but like all of them made me laugh, you know what I mean? Yeah. And like yeah, like and it's just it's kind of a shame that this is these have, kind of movies have. Um, you know are sort of a dying breed now because they they like underperform at the box office and there's there's just like less incentive to to make to make them yeah um, they're absolutely a dying breed and especially like it's kind of been ever since um you know like ever since we've had this tv renaissance you know it's it's a mix of that and it's a mix of like I'm, the high budget like superhero movies yes. like have squeezed out anything like this from being possible actually like yeah. broad comedies and even like dramas don't yeah, do as well no. in theaters anymore yeah no i think i think you're right it's, so they've it's largely been... gone to like streaming or comedy has been it lives in like series like serialized it, television but it like it does for sure one off like movie it's not you know it's it's they're harder to find yeah 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 definitely 
Yeah, I do appreciate, I don't know, just the like bonkers situational comedy of this concept of just mm-hmm. like, I, what if a caveman goes to high school? Yeah. What would that look like? Yeah. It's like you definitely <laughs> like, don't get yeah. cheesy com- like concepts like that anymore. That's that's true. Yeah, that that is true. <laughs> it's kind of, it's yeah, it's kind of it is pretty fun. It's like caveman lawyer. What about caveman yeah. high school? Uh, high school. And it's really almost like like kind of like almost like childish like humor at times like see like totally. like you know he eats a bowl of salsa and he's like <laughs> you know and I'm like okay that made me laugh but it's like you know what I mean like, but it's so dumb so dumb. <laughs> Well, okay, one joke we definitely got to unpack is the fucking, uh, the guy, the, the, like, the, you know, the, the, the Latin gangster guy mm-hmm. It's like, don't mess with my girlfriend. And he's like, says in Spanish, the cheese is moldy and bad. <laughs> I have to go to the bathroom. And the guy's like, you're right. She's not worth it. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, okay. Uh, so that's implying that she has like a really bad like yeast infection and he's got to go to the bathroom to puke. Like how else do you interpret that joke? Yeah. Or just like, I don't know, like maybe she is the cheese and she's, you know, she's not good. You know, maybe it's uh, like, no, maybe it's not as specific. Maybe it's just like, maybe they didn't more well, maybe generalized, I'm you know, maybe I'm crazy then. <laughs> like the maybe you are reading a bit. Yeah. No way, dude. No, that doesn't make because because it's like the cheese I, is moldy and bad. Yeah, and then he's like got to go to the bathroom. Yeah, <laughs> there's no way. There's no other way to interpret that joke. <laughs> I, yeah, I maybe I it is. Maybe that is my sick mind, but it could be either way. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I did love that. Uh, I don't know. He's like yelling, "She's not worth it," and then she comes by and slaps him, and, and then and he's then immediately he crying into his friend's yeah. arms. Mm. I did like those the guys arc were, of that those guys were kind of funny because like they they were they were like stereotypical like you know but I feel like the actors were kind of like l- laughing at themselves playing these parts like yeah I feel like the actors somehow elevated those really two dimensional characters yeah like yeah it, it it didn't feel as cringy as it should have felt yeah like it like, should have been like <laughs> way more yeah. painful than it was yeah. conceptually yeah. But it was yeah. like, I don't know. I feel like the actors did a great job with it. I do feel like somehow they managed to like squeak out like a little arc out of that story. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's pretty. <laughs> <laughs> I really just like did not have very many notes for this one. Um, no. I did generally no. enjoy it. And yeah. No wheezing the juice. <laughs> I feel like there's also like part of why I probably chose this and why I come back to this is also just like an element of um, what's it called? There's an element of nostalgia there, right? Like, oh, you yeah, know, totally. this was like yeah. a popular comedy from when I was like younger. I don't know, yeah. younger. I would have been 10 when this came out. So yeah, like, yeah. I, I would have been a tween. This would have been my introduction to like high school life and like, this is what teenagerhood's going to be like. I could see that. I could see that. I think I just, I hadn't seen, I'd maybe seen it once or twice and it didn't, I don't think it made much of an impression on me. So I could see this being like definitely a nostalgia, a, a good nostalgia one. Yeah. I think um, there's a bit of nostalgia there. I have seen it like a ton as a kid, but then I rewatched it like a few years ago and I was, 
I really did not expect it to hold up as had, well. Had a lot of had a lot of fun with it. Yeah, like I thought it would be like yeah. very painful to watch. Yeah, um, it's like it's like it is surprisingly not painful. Like it's it, it's it's pretty it's pretty breezy, yeah. like pretty silly. Yeah, it's like it's super easy to watch. It's super clean. I feel like it's a like it's a good model for like you know uh, script structure and like story structure. Right. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like it's like everyone, you know, sets out their journeys. They all go on them and they all, you know, like <laughs> the, figure it out at the right time. It does have a pretty good kind of twist ending. We're like the villain the whole time. He's trying to figure out like what's going on with this guy. And he's like, I got it. And then at like, the dance, he's like, he's a fucking caveman. And people are like, like ever nobody gives a shit i thought that was like pretty funny like that was so good i feel like oh man i mean i do think that this also like uh follows on the tradition of nerds right where it's like we have this film where you know it's talking about like the social constructs of the 80s and 90s where you know they were more hierarchical and maybe they're like i feel like things have changed I, th- I think they have because there's a lot more awareness of like bullying and stuff like that. Like, like it's weird like, that like just it's weird that like Sean Astin's character is just like he's like a normal guy, but he's like like a nerd in this company. In this yeah. movie, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. like he shouldn't be an outcast. Like, there's nothing wrong with them. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, but it's like I think it speaks to that idea of you know like it's not that there's anything wrong with him except that he won't accept it himself. Right. Like everyone thinks he's fine, but he just won't accept himself for who he is. Yeah, that's right. I I think that's that's largely his arc, too, is that um, he is so eager to be better than who he is. And, Mm -hmm. you know, Stoney the whole time is just like essentially telling him to accept himself. Yeah. And his whole arc is He's he's also got the right attitude. It's like we're going to be done high school and then we can do like other whatever we want after. Oh, He does have the right attitude because it's like what happens when you graduate from high school. Yeah. Right. And and not just high school, but life. But like I do feel like in so many ways I felt almost as if like Sean Astin's character was both protagonist and villain through this whole thing yeah he he just kind of um yeah right yeah like he well, he's, he, he, he's he, greed he, to like you know be accepted he's a, he's a flawed he's a flawed protagonist i yeah. guess is what you'd say because he because he kind of his his sort of i don't know if you call it hubris but like his i'd say hubris is yeah is is kind of like his own his own kind of downfall in a way anyways i feel like this movie fits in with what we we're talking about with um hangover movies right yeah a movie you want to put on you don't want to think too much uh but it'll take you on a ride that is enjoyable yep i think no, that, that is you're like, right this is this is a really good hangover movie i i tend to gravitate towards more like blockbusters but this is like broad comedies are also like great hangover movies absolutely so i think i think this falls under um under the uh you know the umbrella yeah, yeah. all right i mean I finished watching it and I say, no, that's a fucking movie. That's fair. Yeah. Like I did. Yeah. You know, it was, it was a satisfying yeah, treat. Was I, was question, I was questioning it a little bit, but, <laughs> but you I always think you, question I think my movies. I do. But we just watch scanners. Some are, some are most like, you know, some are like slam dunks and some are like, I'm on the fence with, but, yeah. but that's what makes it a fun yeah. time. All right. Well, I feel um, like, you know, 
if you haven't seen Encino Man and you've listened to us talk about this for this long, you should probably just go ahead and watch Encino Man. Yes. Yeah. Take, you know, you know, let your Gonzagas fly and I don't know. Yeah. So many, so many, we didn't talk about all the talk of boobs. Yeah, there's so much boob talk. So much uh, boob talk. So much obsession about boobs and the little, yeah, the little, the sort of like cute, like cute horniness <laughs> of the movie yeah. is kind of hilarious. Although it's like there's some fucking strange shit too that like the really horny like teen girl that's like who's like it's like oh you wouldn't want to meet this guy he took whatever he want even his women and she's like hubba hubba <laughs> I'm like yay yay. Uh, consent was not a conversation. Uh, well, it's just 80s. like, or it's just like, I don't think like, like that's obviously like a kink thing, but like, yeah. uh, you know, like when you're just, anyway, anyway. Yeah. Very curious at this point, what we have up next for next um, week. Uh, yeah. I thought long, I thought long about it and I decided just give, give the people what, no, that'd be funny. <laughs> That'd be hilarious. It's more no, than time. it's not good. It's not good. We, I, we I do... tried to watch it. I got through six minutes and I turned it off. It's too shitty to even discuss. Like, yeah. except for maybe like his stink lines when he flies. I thought that's fucking hilarious. Stink did lines? You get the, did no. You, I didn't okay, get well, past him being in that hospital as a kid. When when he flies, like stink lines come off of him. Amazing. <laughs> and like, well, that's like. There's not, there's like, there's just not enough to talk about. Like, it's just, it's not, it's not like, it's not a fun, bad movie. You know what? She's not worth it. No. Like, (laughs) if we do that, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) No, she's She's not not worth worth it. it. Yeah. Although his fucking name is Michael Morbius. (laughs) Yeah. They lost me at, uh, do you need a doctor? I am a doctor. doctor. I know that, like, that's what I, when I was like, oh, this is going to be good. And then it's like, no, (laughs) no. Because that was like that was like so bad it's good, and, but that's the only real like the uh, there's just not enough so bad it's good moments. Yeah, that's fair. It. Yeah. Um, okay, but let's get let's dig into it. All right, we're going from a caveman in California to a muscle man on Mars. Oh yes! Can you guess yes. what we're what we're doing, Ben? <laughs> Absolutely. I've been waiting for this day. Uh, we're watching, I believe it's 1990, Paul Verhoeven directed, Arnold Schwarzenegger starring, Total Recall. Yes. So good. This is you a know, classic. Pe- people were asking for less obscure movies, <laughs> and maybe this is obscure <laughs> for some people, yeah. but for, I think, movie buffs, it's it's a pretty... pretty yeah, uh, movie buffs are, you know, people... Pretty classic Above um, thirty-five, it's it's a it, classic uh, art house film set on Mars. <laughs> well, it's weird. I mean, it's weird for like a like a action movie. Um, totally, but it's it's awesome. It's like it's just top to bottom awesome. Um, if you haven't seen it, watch it. It's so good. Um, you want to tell uh, people who don't know what it is what it's about? Yes. So it's in the future. This guy who's a construction worker goes to this this place where you can pay to have memories implanted into your head. And he decides to go on this like fake vacation to Mars. Um, and 
it's just hard to describe succinctly. You know, the rest of the movie, you don't know whether it's a fucking implanted in his head or if it actually happens. Just watch the movie. I don't just know. Watch the movie. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. It's it's the movie that puts the in the there's a lot of that going on in this. It's great. Uh, drink every time you hear. Yeah. Yeah, that's for that's like good. Um, I feel yeah. like that's a good clean drinking game. That could be. Or okay, maybe also every time Arnold Schwarzenegger gets kicked in the nuts. <laughs> that's only for a couple of scenes, but um, there's also I was talking about uh, you know how Paul Verhoeven's the best at like making a dude get ripped apart by a. Uh, uh, you know, a machine gun. Mm-hmm. Boy, is there a good one in this movie. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Holy shit. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's violent. It's, it's fun. You'll love it. It's it's great. It's great. Um, yeah. All um, right. Well, thanks for joining us. And uh, yeah, rate us on iTunes, on Apple Podcasts, or whatever it is. Because that seems to help us. Yeah. Uh, yeah, do that. Don't forget to get your ass to Mars. Get your ass to Mars. Get your ass to Mars. Oh, this is good. Now that's a fucking movie.